Hello, and welcome to the Minted Genius Podcast. My name is Leela, and I'm happy to be with you to celebrate human ingenuity, creativity, and mint our genius like raw gold into precious coins of achievement. Today, I want to talk to you about the tools of the trade. Whatever trade you're in, there are usually tools in which you are using, and if that's a paintbrush or a laptop to write your novel utilizing plot and dialogue and everything you've learned about story structure or whether that's a business book on search engine optimization or even if that is how to conduct a correct and double-blind study to maintain as much objectivity as possible within a science experiment whatever the tools of the trade are you are utilizing them to enhance your effort to outcome ratio. But there's another type of tools of the trade that I think is incredibly important, if not equally important, and that is mindset. Mindset is one of the most powerful tools of the trade there is, and one of the most fundamental aspects of mindset is what we attribute meaning to. You know, it's interesting when we talk about success or failure and how we interpret the outcomes of success and failure and what that says about the quality of our work or who we are. In fact, a lot of times what happens is people ascribe success to their fantastic talent or effort and they ascribe failure to somehow some fatal flaw lacking. And neither of those are necessarily accurate interpretations. Once when I was doing my master's in novel writing recently, I came across this amazing study by Bernard Wiener. And the title of the study was An Attributional Theory of Achievement, Motivation, and Emotion. And within this study, there was this gem of a light bulb realization when I read this quote. Success is ascribed to high ability and hard work, and failure is attributed to low ability and the absence of trying. I just found that amazing. It just summed up exactly how people interpret the meaning of success and failure. But the most powerful tool that we have is to reject our automatic knee-jerk reactions to things and decide that we are going to take a step back and ascribe a far greater way of looking at success and failure We don't have to ascribe it or attribute it to the kinds of common ways in which we interpret success or failure. Instead, we have this incredible opportunity to define our mindset and how we are going to attach meaning to something. In fact, that was an incredible part of Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. So since we do need to, as Viktor Frankl pointed out, ascribe meaning to things, what if we took control? of how we ascribe success or failure and took out the emotion from it, took out the idea that we are either a success or a failure. It's not personal. It's an experimentation in outcome. If we're able to use mindset as a tool of the trade, we could then constantly be be looking at how success or failure interplays in our creative work and calibrate and recalibrate what we do to a greater achievement. This actually happened to me when I was first starting my MA because I misunderstood the requirements of an initial essay and I nearly failed out of the MA entirely. 
Now, this type of essay that I was being asked to do, which was a critical commentary, was in contrast to the creative uh, type of assessments that I had to submit, which had to do more with excerpts of my book or other creative writing. And so I really struggled with the critical commentary part because it was such a different approach than the creative. It was more academic writing. By the time I was done my MA, I had calibrated and recalibrated and calibrated so much that I got one of the highest possible marks you can get for my final critical commentary. That was an incredible way of me observing how taking the feedback of failure and success and recalibrating it into a more efficient and more successful effort was really a revelation. I think that we often tie up our emotions into outcome. You know, even with this pandemic, a lot of people are shocked to discover that they're not as brave as they thought. They're feeling more fearful or they're not as strong emotionally as they thought because they can't believe they're feeling bouts of despair or depression. And so there's a lot of self-judgment going around. But one of the greatest phrases that someone taught me was, don't judge, just observe. That was a very liberating phrase to be taught because the power to practice making perfect, the power of experimenting with trial and error and being able to observe outcome without loss of essential self, without loss of our sense of self-worth can make us incredibly powerful in the way in which we express our creativity, our business desires, or our scientific experiments. Mindset is one of the most powerful tools out there. And the most powerful aspect of mindset is how we interpret the meaning of success or failure and what we ascribe or attribute it to. This week, what I'm hoping to do for myself is celebrate the little moments of success and observe them as being just as important as the little moments of failure. And during any little moment of failure, I'm going to challenge myself not to make it personally, never to think of myself as the failure. Just simply, that's an outcome and I can use that data to make myself more talented, successful in my effort. You know, there's nothing that feels as good as 100% of effort without any resistance or holdback to that. Because regardless of the outcome, when we're able to say, not only did I do my best, but I improved what my best actually is, nothing can ever take that away. That is an inherent success in, in and of itself. I wish that for you and more this week as we go on to mint our genius this is Leela. Have an amazing, creative, astonishingly wonderful week ahead.